Hello, my name is Anna, and if you're into scary stories and creepy real-life happenings, then I think you will love my podcast. Let me tell you a scary story. Join me every week as I read to you stories of the paranormal that actually happen to ordinary people. These are things that can't be explained and don't always make much sense, and they are sure to intrigue and to give you the shivers. So join me on your favourite podcast listening platform and let me tell you a scary story. Welcome to episode 63, Illinois. Tonight we're going to be discussing the devil baby at Whole House. Yes, sir. And discussing sightings of Illinois' Glimmer Man. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of interesting, kind of weird. Maybe not true, but we'll find out. Yeah, you never know. I'm Chris, uh, joined by James. What's up, people? How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm glad that we're back. Uh, last week's episode was uh, very fun. Yes, very it interesting. was. Yes, it was. But I'm very interested to hear about this devil baby because you know I just had a baby, and sometimes kid can kids can act like demons. Well, I think the circumstances in this are quite different. All right. Well, let's get as into it. You will it, come then. to realize. Let's get into it. I want to hear about it. All right, folks. Well, before we drive up to this week's point of interest, I. Uh, I'd like to share this honorable mention with you that I just had to include in this episode because it was just too damn funny. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, back in Chicago in 1991, it was heavily reported by children and others that there was a strange clown whom they dubbed Homie. I'm not kidding you. Taken from the 1990 comedy show In Living Color. I actually yes. looked up the time frame to make sure that it correlated. That okay. They, that it wasn't the other way around. But okay. Yeah, the kids actually took the name, but that's what's funny. But he was said to cruise the streets in a creepy van <laughs> trying to lure kids into it. Homie the that's Clown, not, now really. That part's not funny. But yeah, kind of fun. creepy clown in a, in a panel van? Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> now, now, the Chicago police were involved, and they dismissed it as an urban legend because nobody ever saw this guy. But many people hold that it was very real. They, wow. You know, and I guess Homie did play that. You know, oh, thank you. there's no reports or sightings of any real victims or homie himself. You know, they couldn't be found. I looked there, you know, just it's all here. Urban legend. It's all talk. Yeah. You um, you read that whole story just so you could say that one line. I know you did. Homie played. That. Homie could play. That. Homie yeah. could. Homie did play that. If you don't know what to reference to, go look up Homie the Clown on That's YouTube right. and Living Color. and You'll know when it's a reference. You bet. But, you know. You probably just chalked this one up to another boogeyman story. Lots of those. You know, but it was too weird not to include. I especially liked if, it. Especially because it's homie. Like, yeah. That's just weird. Anyway. All right. Well, cool. see, that's why I like to look up urban legends because most of them tie to a place. Yeah. Something, you know, like tangible. Right. That's why I like to do this. As always, I say it, you know. Every time. When I talk about shit. It's a place. You can go somewhere. That's you, right. You can see it. All right, World Warriors. Now let's get into the real point of interest this week. 
residing also in Chicago, built in 1889 by a good woman named Jane Adams. The Hull House was a refuge for immigrants initially to help them settle into their new country, you know, it was, but it was also used as a shelter for women fleeing abusive husbands or needed help, you know, caring for them with midwives and such, pregnant, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Stories also say that Hull House could have been the origins of the social welfare system as they dealt with and brought to light, you know, the uh, child labor problems, women's suffrage, and health care reform issues. Okay. So that was pretty good. Yeah, that's great. Sounds like a wonderful place, but as fate would have it, oh, no. something evil was on its way. Bastard. Always something got to mess it up. Just fucking it up, man. Now, according to the legend, an unknown woman, whose name I could not find, no matter what I did, <laughs> okay. would give birth to a child at Hull House that was fathered by the devil. When it was born, the midwives actually screamed in horror at the child, who was so disgusting, and they said the mother had abandoned it, you know. They screamed in horror and ran, okay. basically, is what I read. All right. And then the mother basically Also took off. Yeah. Just had a kid, dropped it. She said to hell with it. And apparently Jane Adams herself, the keeper of the house, would raise the child but kept it in the attic. What the hell? Yeah. Well, that's pretty bad. Well, it, it was deformed, apparently, and very hideous looking. Right. Okay, gotcha. Sadly, whether the origins of its creation are true or not, it did die at a very early age. Maybe mercifully, maybe it was just deformed for regular genetic purposes. We just don't know. Right. Of course, as it goes with some of my stories, uh-huh. there are a couple of different versions. You know, I also read that the mother looked past the baby's appearance and accepted it, even though the child's fate was the same, uh-huh. dying at a young age, which would be a better outcome. More of a her. Disney outcome. Exactly. But how did this come to be that she would give birth to a devil child? This excerpt from the Atlantic explains. The legend states that the baby was born a monster because his father yelled to the heavens in frustration of being given only daughters. He yelled, quote, I would rather have the devil in this house than another daughter. Could it just be a legend? Jane Adams thought so from her detailed article in the Atlantic. Quote, the knowledge of the existence of the devil baby burst upon residents of Hull House one day when three Italian women, with an excited rush through the door, demanded that he be shown to them. You know, no matter what they did, no amount of denial convinced them that he was not there, for they knew exactly what he was like with his cloven hooves, his pointed ears, and the diminutive tail. Moreover, the devil baby had been able to speak as soon as it was born and was most shockingly profane. Now that I would buy. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah for sure. The attention this brought didn't make Jane a fan. She was pissed. Heard saying, Throughout six weeks that I went about Hull House, I would hear a voice at the telephone repeatedly for the hundredth time that day. No, there is no such baby. Again, no, we never had it here. These are all different things she hears people telling. Okay. No, he couldn't have seen it for 50 cents. <laughs> 50 cents? I don't know. We didn't send it anywhere because we never had it. I didn't mean to say that your sister-in-law lied, but there must be some mistake. There is no point in getting an excursion from Milwaukee, for there isn't any devil baby at Hull House. These are just some of the things that were put-offs. Okay. Now, we have to absorb that for ourselves and reflect and think, are they doing it for bull? You know, you don't know why. Right. It could be a diversion. Yeah. Another version of the story is that the husband was a hateful atheist. 
And in their home, he ripped all the religious pictures his wife had off the wall and uttered the same curses above about he'd rather have the devil in the house than this, that, and the other. But that's what they said, and that brought evil upon his family. So why would he, if he was an atheist, why would he marry someone who was religious? That makes no sense. I have no idea. That makes no sense. I'm calling bullshit on that one. I'm calling bullshit on that one. Either way you look at it, he tempted the devil, and the poor child was the one that paid the price. Now, if you are wondering, yes, you can go visit and even enter this place. The whole house is now a museum honoring its past as a place of refuge, not just for the devil baby legend. Okay. Now, they do say that you can see the devil's face in the windows from time to time. Oh. So, yeah, you got your ghost, got your ghost thing going on. Cool. Here. cool. Paranormal thing. Was the baby real? Many say so, and with this world the way it is, I am inclined to think that perhaps it did exist. I mean, the woman was quote-unquote unknown, or her name was kept out of the record on purpose. So sorry to say, there is no family name to trace, because I did look. I really did. I just thought this was kind of a neat little subject, and I did try to find a family name to see if I could find pictures or anything. There are some artist representations and stuff that I saw, but nothing real. There was no actual photo of the baby. Gotcha. So once again, we are left to judge for ourselves. So, Well, you know, a lot of times uh, legends or myths, you know, they they can be, you know, they're drawn from something that did happen. So maybe there was a disfigured baby that was born in that house. It's not as cool as the bus story, but... No, still pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, interesting story. Uh, I tried to dig real hard on it, but I just thought it was neat. And like I said, this is another tangible place that can be visited at any hour. Yeah, and you can sneak in there and investigate if you want to. Now, see, that'd be fun because they did claim you can't hear the babies crying or the uh, kind of like a I don't know like an echo maybe baby cries oh and okay stuff like okay that. like uh, yeah but i'm sitting there going that's just people poking at it you know yeah. I, I couldn't find anything solid on that so hmm. well i guess we have to go find out for ourselves james yeah let's do it i think so all right in the meantime let's take a break briefly and come, and come back and talk about the glimmer man yes sir Glimmerman is the name given to creatures that have been seen all across the world that appear as glimmers or shimmers, much like the cloaking device in the Predator movies. Nice. This is vastly different from the movie Glimmerman, the 1996 travesty that occurred starring Keenan Ivy Williams and Russia's newest sexual predator, Stephen, I'm only taking roles where I can sit down all day, Seagal. Yeah. It seems to be one of the newer entities with sightings going back only to the 90s. But it's gained enough traction for someone to create a subreddit so others may post about their sightings. Mm-hmm. Now, there isn't much information on these beings that I could find, mostly speculation, yeah. like, like with your story. Of course. Theories abound as to what the newest entry into the paranormal may be. Is it aliens with cloaking abilities? Are they humans part of a top secret government project? Perhaps government. Government. There Sorry. they are again. I didn't say it right. Excuse me. Top secret, top secret government project. There you go. Using some sort of modern Philadelphia experiment 
technology? Yeah. Is this another type of cryptid stalking the forests of North America and beyond? Is it a different species of Bigfoot, as there are multiple stories of people having encounters with Bigfoot creatures only to see them vanish before their eyes, and yet can still hear the footsteps as the creatures walked off. Yeah. As we discussed Sounds, last week. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No one seems to fully know, but tonight we have two sightings that took place in Illinois. From the website, Phantoms and Monsters. From boogity, a, boogity, boogity. Boogity, boogity, boogity. From a woman who is only identified as S. Hello, S. <laughs> Do you know M? Anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> Quote, this is 100% true. And it's really hard for me to share because anytime I have tried to tell someone else about it, I get laughed at and accused of just trying to pull their leg. I recently saw an article about a woman who was hunting and saw an invisible slash cloaked creature that she described as almost like a predator from the movie of the same name. I see you out there past them trees. (laughs) I read her story and saw the picture she took of the quote unquote said predator I am not dismissing her story, actually quite the opposite, since I too have encountered something similar, and is what prompted me to seek out if anyone else had encountered a quote-unquote predator in the woods. Now on to my encounter. Yes. (laughs) 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 When I was about five years old, I was playing by the edge of the woods behind my grandmother's house. I played there often and my grandmother just kept an eye on me from the kitchen or living room because the house had huge windows that faced the woods. She would come out every once in a while just to see what I was up to. I was obsessed with digging in the dirt and collecting unusual rocks and arrowheads that littered the land where my grandmother lived. I should mention this is southern Illinois, not too far from the Cahokia Mountains, so finding arrowheads was actually not that uncommon. Anyway, that day I I remember picking out a spot to dig. I had been out there for quite a while because I remember I had a pretty decent sized hole going when something caught my eye up in the tree that I was next to. It's a predator. Glowing eyes. Run for your life, bitch. Run for your life. I almost don't know how to explain it, but it looked like a heat wave coming off the branch of the tree. It was fall, though. I remember this because I had a pink jacket on and remember thinking that my mom was going to be pissed because I had dirt around the bottom of my arms from digging. I also remember there being a lot of leaves on the ground. I'm staring at this heat wave, quote unquote, and realize it has a human shape. And so here I am, five years old, and wondering why there was an invisible man in the tree. I remember feeling scared, but unsure what to do. Then it started moving and making a faint clicking sound. Oh, hell. That is about the time that I decided I was not supposed to be seeing this, and I hightailed it back to the house. You don't know how bad I want to yell, get through the chopper! (laughs) Run! Go now! If it bleeds, we can kill it. That's right. I ain't got time to bleed. (laughs) You got time to duck? That's right. My grandmother saw I was pretty shaken, and I remember telling her that I had just seen a quote-unquote angel. In my five-year-old mind, I didn't know what else it could be. I had never heard of aliens or ghosts or monsters, so to me it had to be an angel because that's all my my little mind could think of. Fast forward to when I'm about 12 years old. Very nice. By this time, the encounter was way out of my mind. I loved watching action and sci-fi movies. My dad rented the movie Predator. Oh, Lord. And while I'm watching... <laughs> so at least you know the trauma came after her sighting, not True before. True that. True that. And while I'm watching it with him, the first time you see the Predator invisible slash cloaked, I about shit my pants. <laughs> 
All the memories from that day digging in the dirt came flooding back. I even asked my dad if Predator was real or if he knew anyone or any animal that, that could cloak, but he did not know anything about. It, it didn't attack you because you were not armed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Want some candy? Yep. <laughs> he told me it was all fake. It wasn't like it is today where I could just Google it. I had no access to the internet. So again, I just put it out of my mind. Again, fast forward to about the year 2004. I am grown. I have three small children. I just I just went through a separation from my husband. I moved to the next town over to an apartment with my kids. These apartments are all one-level duplexes with, with there being five buildings. I am in the last apartment of the last building. The apartments are considered in town, but they are on the outskirts. It's a lot of information. There is a deep ditch that runs behind the buildings with a chain link fence that separates the backyard from the ditch. There are about six, seven trees on our side of the fence. If you followed the ditch a bit, you hit a small forest that eventually leads to the country with a larger forest and farmland. I am a smoker, but would not smoke in the apartment because of my kids, so I often went out to the back porch. One night, I was up late doing laundry and stuff after the kids went to bed. I decided to take a smoke break before I went to sleep. I'm on the back there on the porch, and I started hearing this faint clicking sound again. I immediately looked to the ditch because I had seen a groundhog out there a few days before and thought perhaps he was out there again. The yard is faintly lit from out from the outside light that is by the playground that is to the right of my back porch. I didn't turn on my porch light. I didn't normally if I was going to go out for a quick smoke. I didn't see any groundhog or movement from the ditch, so I go back to smoking my cigarette. The faint clicking sound keeps happening, and a slight shift of movement makes me look up into the tree and the left of my porch. Oh. Always in the trees, man. In the trees. <clears throat> well, yeah. It's there, the same invisible thing I had seen when I was five. It is like a distortion and in a humanoid shape. It is crouched down on the branch with an arm holding out to the trunk of the tree. I couldn't believe it. I was like, is this happening? Has it come to kill me from seeing it all those years ago? All I could think about was my kids in the apartment sleeping. I ran in and slammed and locked the door. I ran to the kids' room to make sure all the windows were locked. Then I just turned out the lights in the living room and stared out the blinds at the tree to see if I could catch another glimpse of it. I sat there for about a good 10 minutes and couldn't see anything. I began to think that I'm just tired and my mind is playing tricks on me. Just as I was finally talking myself down, my neighbor's dog comes running across the yard and starts barking at the, at the tree at the same branch that I had seen this predator thing. That pretty much freaked me out because this dog was not a barker. I actually had never heard him bark at anything, even at the groundhog that had been hanging out at the ditch. The barking went on for a few minutes until I heard the neighbor lady, who owns a dog, call him back inside. The dog reluctantly turned to go back home, stopping every few feet to look back at the port at the branch of the tree. As if to say, oh man, <laughs> I'll get you next time, Predator. That's right. Until he was out of my sight. I didn't sleep that night, and I have never seen anything like it again. I don't know what to think of it. I'm a grown woman. I have kids and a good career. I just want to know if anyone else has had an experience like this. I know what I saw, believe it or not. Thanks for taking the time to read this. Fantastic. So I like the imagery of it on the tree trunk, crouched down. Yes. One hand on the trunk. Again, sounds like fucking Predator. Exactly like Predator. And like if this was her only sighting of it when she's a grown woman, I would opt to think that she was influenced by the movie. Yes. But the fact, exactly. that, she, the fact that she saw it two other times and... No, she saw it one other time, yeah. And and when she was five, before she even saw the movie, yep, has me wondering, like, what the hell was it? I'm just hoping that she's being truthful in her storytelling, 
you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and blow somebody off and say they're full of crap, but I'm just hoping that she didn't embellish or make it up after the fact when she heard about Predator and then decided to tell her story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because unfortunately, you can't go back and say, oh, did she write this down when she was a kid and say what right. she saw or did? But I mean, I, I would you know s- what I mean. I think what what goes in her favor is that neither of the sightings were very um, exciting. No, they were they were very uh, simplified like sightings. Yeah. They were just in a tree. It they didn't... weren't sensationalized. And right, crazy. it didn't do anything. She like, saw this thing tried to chase me. It shot lasers at me and all this other. Crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you would you would think that if she was trying to like really gain some sort of like notoriety from it, she would say that oh, it jumped out of the tree and chased me to the house. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't even leave the tree. She took a Walton's approach to it. Yeah, exactly. You know when he told everybody, "No, the UFO didn't do this. Right. They didn't do all that crap they did in the movie." Yeah, he didn't. He didn't sensationalize it. But yeah, but that's great. Man. Exactly. Again, this is just a story we have from Illinois, but these beings have been sighted all over the U.S. So, next time you are out hiking or taking a leisurely stroll, keep an eye out. That trick of light might just be something more. I see you. Want some candy? That's right. Anytime. <laughs> I mean, we we can just do predator lines all, all day, all fucking day. But yeah, no. but yeah. So that is the uh, that's the that's the Illinois sighting of the Glimmer Man. Again, it's the only one I could find. But that's good. Yeah, it's good that it's not all over the place. So it's not like because I've heard of the Glimmer Man, but I think because of that stupid movie, the stupid Steven Seagal crap, yeah. crap fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, when I when I did a, <laughs> when I first came up, I first came across it on Reddit. And then I, I could every every sighting that I found in the suburb it was a different state. I got you. So I found one in Illinois. So then I decided to do just a general search, but typing in the words "Glimmer Man," yeah. you're just getting nothing but the fucking movie coming gotcha. up. And I'm like, I don't want I don't want that dumb shit. Nope. No, I'm trying to find out about this probably fake creature, not about this crappy movie. Yeah, you do have to dig beneath a bunch of uh, hokey, bunch of layers. You know, uh, what do they call it? Pop pop culture crap yes. and stuff to get underneath it to find what you're really looking to for. To find the, the, the like, baseboard. Like the when I did the Devil Baby, I saw one little small snippet on one of the sites. Yeah. But that's, that's one of the ones that I included in my links and stuff. Okay. But that led to me looking again and again and again, and I finally found a long article which I extrapolated my information. It still wasn't a whole lot, but it was more, and I was able to at least put together some kind of story. About and that's probably that's all there but was out there. You have on that. to dig. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to dig. I mean, that, that's great. I, I love when we find uh, topics that don't have a lot of information. Yeah, I mean, they're most likely haven't been sensationalized exactly. at that point. So. Well, at least we can hope. Hopefully. Yep. All right, folks. Well, we appreciate the support, and if you'd like to help the show out, you could go to www.patreon.com forward slash state of fear. We have one level called the, uh, what we call it, the, dang. Road Warriors. The Road Warriors, yeah. You just go in there, it's seven bucks. You get access to all of our unedited crazy crap. You get our bloopers. You get our extra material. We have some commentaries. We have uh, reviews of things we've saw, we've seen. And we're going to be getting more and more content all the time. We'd appreciate any help you can. Of course, we're also on social media. I don't even care to mention them. And we're everywhere you listen. That's right. Absolutely. Everywhere. And we have a YouTube channel. That's right. YouTube channel. Please don't forget YouTube. If you're YouTubing, even if you don't listen to YouTube all the time for your podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe. That's right. You don't have to hit that notification bell. Everybody always say, oh, did I bet? But if you could go through and uh, check out and like some of the episodes, it always helps us. 
We get a lot of good feedback on the YouTube channel. We get, yes, we do. We get a lot of people who uh, who have had personal encounters with the topics we talk about. Yep. Um, come through on the YouTube channel. I think it's where we found the guy that actually uh, knew the tool, the toy box killer's accomplice. Yeah, I remember you that. Know, his, his accomplice. Um, so yeah, so go check out the YouTube channel. Um, again, like you said, subscribe. Don't don't hit the bell. You don't have to hit the bell. Just hit subscribe. You're good to go. Yep. And speaking of UFOs and craziness, our next state is Indiana. That's right, dude. I don't know what your topic is, but I'm looking forward to hearing it. Uh, I think I'll be speaking on uh, some little peoples. So oh, okay. We're going to well, see. So that's where we're headed next, brother. So what do you say we get on down the road? Get in the car. Let go, buddy.